When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm James Deacon and welcome to Desert Island Dicks, the show that sees you marooned on a desert island after a plane crash with the worst people and worst things imaginable. Who they are and why they are a dick is up to you. And here to share their Desert Island Dicks with us today is comedian and podcaster Sophie Hagen. Hello, thanks for having me. No, thanks for coming in. Uh, I really appreciate it. How did you find choosing your uh, people for your island? Well, I think when I had to choose just all of it, I just had this like, oh, I can't possibly. And then I was like, oh, who would it even be? I don't... And I was like, oh, well, I guess there is. And then there's also, and then at the end, I had like 500 things and people I hate. I was like, oh, this was really easy, actually. It was harder really? to choose between. <laughs> okay, let's dive in. Who's going to be your first choice? Ooh, I think my first one would have to be Brian McFadden from Brian? Westlife. Now, it's, a, this is a, it's hard for me to say. Okay. Like, it hurts me deep in my soul <laughs> having to choose him. But I think that's, I think, you know, I, I could have chosen someone like Hitler. Yeah. But... You know, Brian wounded me personally. Oh, you know? wow. Because I was bad? such a big fan. He's from Westlife, for those of you who don't, as if, mm-hmm. as if anyone doesn't know. Uh, he left Westlife. That was his first major offense, yep. uh, which was devastating. March 10, 2004. We'll never forget, right? Really? And I was such a big Westlife fan. I was such a big, like the biggest Westlife fan. I was obsessed with Westlife. And then he left, and I remember just like, <laughs> what yeah. was I, 13 or 12, lying like on my bathroom floor, just like crying. Yeah. Oh, no. Just like oh, trying to explain to my mom why I couldn't go to school today. <laughs> and it was just, oh, I couldn't. You... And, then, and his whole thing was to go, um, oh, it's because I want to spend time with my family and that, you know, I don't have time anymore. And then like two months, and then he released a single. Oh, oh. you dick. <laughs> <laughs> it hurt me so much. Did you, did you listen to the solo singles? I did. You know what? Mm. It's like pop, so it's just a ba ba da ba da. But when you read the lyrics, the, his um, uh, what's it called? It's called Irish Sun. Mm. And when you, it's about how he was beaten up and touched by like Irish priests. What? Those are the lyrics. Really? Yeah. It's like uh, I know I can't remember the lyrics. It was something something like under their hands. We had bruises on our skin after the, and people were just like la la la. You're dancing la, 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 to la. it. No one was like, what is he doing? He's unbelievable. <laughs> which I think is kind of great, but again, just. It kind of went unnoticed. And then when you listen to it now, you're like, well, imagine being him going like, now I'm going to release a single about the horrific abuse I suffered by the priests. And then everyone's just like, yeah, woohoo. <laughs> When's your next single coming out? <laughs> nice. A lot of them was really, a lot of the songs were really, really bad. Oh, um, no. But, you know, catchy. But it was just more the, the fact that he left this band and he was my mm. favorite. Was and he your favorite? Oh, he no. was. And then I had to choose a new favorite. But my next favorite one was Mark. But <laughs> my best friend, that was her favorite. And, oh, You know, no. I'm not going to go for Kia and Nigga Shane, right? Like, no. I'm not, <laughs> You're not mad. I'm not, I'm not mad, right? <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I have eyes in my head now. But so it was all, a bit, you know, it created this um, ditch in my, my friendship because now we both 
Matt was both of our favorites, and you know we can't both marry him. <laughs> yeah. Turns out he's gay. None, none of us could marry him. Not as if that was the only thing that yeah, the only separated factor, us. From. Yeah. But then I did a show in 2015 about Westlife, which mm. is um, it's on Netflix. Mm. If you really search for it, <laughs> you have to <laughs> yeah. really dig, dig right, deep okay, yeah. under BBC Live at the BBC. Mm. Um, and also they've edited it poorly. Uh, okay. But anyways, <laughs> the gist of it's there. So I talked about being a Westlife fan and. Uh, between I did that show in Edinburgh and till I did it at the Soho Theatre in December, so that's like four months, uh, I was like, I need Westlife to come and see this show. So I really want Westlife to come and see this show. They have to come and see this show because it's about them. And like my, you know, it wasn't like I wasn't tearing them apart. I was like oh, being kind about them and what they meant to me as a teenager. Uh, so I was trying to get a hold of them and like, obviously, if you're like a comedian that's doing a show about you, they're like, no, this is not going to be good. <laughs> yeah. And then my, um, I was, I just had a, I got a boyfriend and we'd been together for six days. Mm-hmm. And then I was, he was meeting my friends for the first time. Then I got a message from my manager, which was a picture of him with Brian. And he wrote like, and then an address. And he said, come to this party now. I had to send my boyfriend and go, right, okay. <laughs> 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 I can't explain this, but we need to go very quickly. And there was a guy in a cab, drove from like east to west London as quickly as we could. Uh, paid like, it was like one some weird D-celebrity yeah. charity benefit. Yeah. I don't, I had to pay 60 pounds to get in. I was just like, take all my money. <laughs> Went in and then Brian was sitting there. And my manager was there like, right, okay, this is what we do. And I was like, I p- parked my boyfriend at the bar. Like, don't ask any questions. I'll explain later. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, okay, what do we do? And we were like, right, we have to be, <clears throat> we had to be a level of, like, we can't be like, hi, I'm more famous and successful than you. But I also can't be like, I am the worst. You won't get anything out of meeting me. It had to be somewhere in the middle. So mm. he still saw a benefit in seeing my yes. show, but also didn't feel like I thought he wasn't more than that. It was very a very hard dynamic. So we walked up to him. And um, the first thing he does is he goes, Sophie Hagen, Sophie Hagen, <laughs> Sophie Hagen. And I was just like, uh. Oh, what? Uh, so I went. Uh, Brian from Westlife, Brian from Westlife, <laughs> Brian from Westlife. I could see my manager's eyes were like, what the fuck? And I was like, "What? I, how does he know my name? And he was like, oh, yeah, all your fans have been tweeting at me oh, about your show. Okay. And I was like, oh, God, I didn't know they'd done that. Oh. So I was like, oh. And I said, oh, um, my fans are very lovely. And then he leaned in and he was just like, oh, yeah? Well, my fans are fucking crazy. <laughs> and I was like, I'm standing in front of you, Brian. I'm right here. And he was like, you know, he, I don't think that he hadn't, in my opinion, mm. allegedly, mm. I don't think that he hadn't not touched drugs. Okay. He seemed very energetic, right. like a very lady. He man. may or may not have touched drugs. Yeah, he may yeah. or may not. You know, there was a bit of, of all of that going on okay. and stuff. You know, and he went to the bathroom quite often. And stuff like that. He could have had a poor tummy. I don't know. But, um, yeah, he, he was just a bit of a... And, and he said, yeah, okay, I'll come and see your show. He never did, which no, is his second yeah. big offense. Then he uh, tweeted recently something about how... Um, uh, it, was a, it was the most... I wish I could remember it word for word, but it was something like... Uh, mm. Nigel Farage is uh, a ter- terrible, per- a terrible politician, something like that. So you start reading it, you're like, "Oh, this is mm. brilliant!" And then it goes, "We need someone like Trump." We're like, "Oh, oh, okay, Uh-oh. wow, okay." <laughs> and then a Brian. few a few years before that, he had tweeted. Um, there was this girl, this random girl, who tweeted something about him being on some kind of show, 
like a show where he had to jump at something like he's falling oh, right. as quickly yes. as his okay. career or something like oh, that. She no. tweeted her friend about this and then he replied like calling her I think a cunt and oh, then also wrote something like I'm going to strangle you with your like computer mouse cable or something like that. Which, like, really? Who has, who has a it's wireless, Brian. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then like it was deleted very quickly and like <laughs> No. <laughs> I'm obsessed with him because he seems yeah. like such a dickhead. <laughs> But to me, he was just this like. Oh, do you know? Yeah, it's like a whole so journey. Sad. I know. Do you do you wish that you hadn't met him? Maybe. <sighs> no, mm. no, I'm quite. Because they say never meet your idols, it. never meet your heroes, and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I think with him, it was never. I think, with Westlife, mm. now it's enough just looking at their Twitter. Okay. Like I think one of the things that really worked for them was that. They only you could only read about them in newspapers where they'd done interviews. Right. Where now, when they just tweet whatever they think, you're like, uh, "Oh, really? Is that, yeah. <laughs> is that it?" Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. why did I? Why, why oh. was I so fascinated? Yeah, I know. By you? I know. Oh dear. So I think that was enough um, of that. There are certain uh, people that I look very much up to that I wish I'd never uh, like tried to get in touch with because. In my head, I was like, "Oh, uh, can I can I ask if you want to do my podcast?" And then yes. I was like, "No, I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> I thought we were going to be friends." <laughs> Dragon Star, you've already built up this huge relationship yeah. in, your, in your head. Yeah, it's like me and you, Sophie. We're going to be best friends after this. Best aren't we? friends. <laughs> I know, yes. right? Okay, uh, thanks. It's official. I've got it recorded. Um, Brian McFadden. Wow, I can't say that I've ever had any dealings with him, but uh, I won't say, and I can say after. But I've heard other stories about <gasps> Brian. McFadden. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Uh, but I, these stories I can't leave in the podcast. Oh so my god, I'm so excited. Okay, this is yeah. why we're best friends. <laughs> yeah, this is why we're best friends now. Okay, I'll tell you in about 40 minutes time. So um, okay, Brian McFadden's going to be your first choice. Anything else about Brian McFadden before we put him on your island? I think there's I think there's enough said, but I mean I I I think he I think oh yeah, and then I did this um oh what did I do? I, I oh yeah, I tweeted something about um how I once recorded a song with my friend Oh God! Can I swear? Is this like yeah, a, okay, you're fine, yeah. Um, I mean, I've already said "cunt" like ten times, <laughs> yeah. but me, when me and my friend Sarah, when we were like thirteen and we were huge Westside fans, we recorded a song on my computer, oh, no. which is a cover. Let's call it a cover parody of um, "Hole Again" by Atomic Kitten, but it was horny again. <laughs> so we would be like. Looking back, the, you can make us horny again. <laughs> and we really tried to sing this. None of us could sing. And then we sent it to West Service, like, this is about you. Ho- a very horrific thing to do. Nah. Um, so I tweeted that. I was like, oh, my God, I just remembered that this is out there somewhere. Fuck. Like, this is going to ruin my career this ever. This is horrible. And then I must have tagged Westlife. Or I must mm, just have written. And there must have been a reason for this. Mark then commented and said, Oh, was that you? Do you still have it? Oh, no. And I was like, whoa, whoa. And then I wrote something back. Something happened where Mark said something like, the four of us or something. And then Brian commented and said something along the lines of, oh, yeah, you always forgot about me. Or like, I was also in the... Something like that. And then Mark went, oh, sorry, mate. Uh, I'm really tired right now. Something like that. And Brian was like, oh, yeah. Well, okay, thank you. For they had oh, like, my... Little... And I was still tagged into all of these, like Brian and Mark having this discussion. And I was like, oh, my God, what have I done? It's like seeing my parents fight. Uh, yeah. And then all of these teenage girls who follow them. And, well, not even teenage girls anymore. I imagine they're like 40-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Commenting, being like, I love you, Mark, I love you, Brian, come uh, to wow. Singapore, come to right. Singapore. Yeah, okay. It was 
come so to Singapore. Mad. It was so. Yeah, it's still huge in Singapore. <laughs> okay, Brian McFadden's going to be your first choice. Yes, he will. Thank you very much. And who's going to be your second choice? Anyone who has ever heckled. Anyone, anyone who has ever heckled. I did not know how much I hated hecklers. Mm. And this is not just hecklers, but I think that's the best example of someone who can sit in a crowd where everyone has paid the same. You know, everyone's there for the same. Everyone's turned in the same direction, sitting mm. on the same chair. But somehow they think that what they have to say now is more valuable or should be heard above everyone else's, including the person that you've paid to see who's yeah, on the stage. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it so. I hate. I hate them with a passion. Mm. <laughs> These people. Yeah. I had a heckler. I rarely do have hecklers in my own shows now. Because all my audience members are anxious and <laughs> like scared all the time, which is why I love them. But there was this, I have a bit in my new show <clears throat> um, where I have to ask uh, a question, but I don't ask the audience. It's just like a, what do you call it? Like a, not a hypothetical, but like a, um, you know, you don't want an answer. Rhetorical. Rhetorical, yeah. Mm. So I just have to say something like, do, did I do this? Did I? Did mm. I? Did I do this? Mm. Did I do this? Mm. And it has to build up. Like there's a very specific rhythm in it, and it's. I say it a lot of times, but there is a. You know, I wait for the first wave of laughs, and then it stops for a while because they realize I'm just repeating it. And then when they realize I am just repeating it, there's a second wave, Great. and then I repeat it a few more times, and then there's a huge punchline, right? So you have like a. Did I? Did I do that? Did I? Did I? And then she kept answering. She kept going. Yes. No. Mm. I don't know. Did you? I don't know. Oh. And every time she did, I had to go back. I had to call it out somehow. Be like, haha, maybe don't say anything. And I had to go back, and then and then she would answer again, and I'd have to go. And I said, like, um, let's assume I know what I'm doing. And then I went back. Did I? Do? And she kept answering. And eventually, I just said, um, I'm about to kill an audience member. <laughs> My audience with these kind people that's like, oh, oh no, okay, <laughs> oh no, should we all leave now? <laughs> well, I became the Brian McFadden. Yeah. Like, oh no, <laughs> yeah. this is not good. And uh, I was just because that's, and I've done it before at club gigs when there's been some, there's been a man who's been like, like get your tits out oh. or something like that, and I've just started going right, like tearing him apart. And you know, in the beginning when the audience is like, yeah, woo, ruin mm. him. Mm. I've taken it so far. That eventually the audience were on the same side as him. Oh no! I full on like this is why your wife has left you. Like oh, full oh. on because I can't I can't control it. The, the, my reaction to selfishness, mm. and I think that is the ultimate selfish thing to do. And there was a guy who did my podcast recently, and he told me just like as a, oh yeah, oh yeah, I once heckled the show, and I was like, excuse me, excuse me, and I was genuinely angry. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I don't blame you. It's frustrating. I hate yeah, it. Yeah, I've been there, and you just think I was really enjoying the show until we started chipping in. Yeah, Do you know what I mean, and I've paid money to be here. Yeah, the guy, the guy, didn't, he's a, he's a doctor, and he was um, he said, oh yeah, but you know the people who who um who like if you heckle that it's only the good comedians who can handle it. I'm like, yeah, okay, but if I tripped you over when you were on your way to a surgery mm. you could be like okay well a good doctor could just fix up his own leg <laughs> and then yeah. run to the surgery anyways but wouldn't it be a lot better if I didn't trip you yes like exactly. oh, a really good doctor could do the surgery in the dark but I'm not going to turn off the light am I <laughs> yeah, like you'd exactly. prefer it if there was light because yeah. then you'd do the job better it makes no sense I don't know why he said that yeah. I cannot 
And it's not just like people shouting things to be funny or just to be annoying. It's also people who go, oh, when you say something, it's so condescending. Mm. It's so condescending. How do you how do you manage it then? Because it must happen, like you said, from time to time. What do you do? How do you? Oh, how? I, I can't. I just can't control it. I can't control it. I just I go really. I go ballistic. Just I go really anger, furious. Straight yeah. in. I try to be re- like there was once a group of women. Um, who like really like woohoo those woohoo women they're out on like a night mm. out woohoo girls night out and those are not my type of people I'm right. not in like yes. I don't go out that's I not don't. your usual audience no no yeah, no, no, yeah. no and um, they kept talking and talking and talking mm. I kept trying to make them shut up and at one point one of them said something again and I said what was it and uh, what, what was it this time and then her friend said um, oh she has a heartburn and I immediately said oh she has a heart <laughs> wow. it's so deep that's it is really so deep. good that's and ended really up leaving good, being upset and I was like fine I hope I hope the night is ruined like I hope I hope they never go out <laughs> oh like it goes God. so deep it yeah. goes so deep yeah because you've worked hard on your show Right? Yeah, and you want people just, to enjoy it in the way that you've planned it. It's so disrespectful. Mm. It's so um, arrogant. And I say that as the person on stage in the light with the microphone. I'm yes. like, you are arrogant. Yes. <laughs> you think people should listen to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'd see, I see it. But there is just this, it's the idea of them thinking that them, um, it's the same like people talking in uh, the cinema where you're like, mm. how, why are you yes. more important Absolutely. than these than people? this thing that I've been looking forward to. I've got yeah. a babysitter to be here for me. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, I've paid a babysitter to come to the cinema. Yeah. You shut I up. Want a nice, Get like, off your phone. Yeah, there's, a, there's people who've been, I mean, movies are probably even more of an example than comedians, but movies that cost billions. And, I know. You know, there's a, a crew of 4,000 people <laughs> yeah. on it and it's taken them four years. Yeah. And then you're like, well, actually, like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Hang on a are second. Are you kidding yeah. me, Karen? Are you joking? <laughs> um, so are you finding that... Um, because I've never been to Edinburgh Festival. Really? Yeah, I've never oh been. And um, I imagine you've had to endure a few. Yeah. And from what I hear, from mostly from listening to people's podcasts, by the end of the festival, <laughs> you're a bit rung out. Oh, my God, And yeah. uh, I, I imagine in those scenarios, you're often getting audience members that aren't entirely sure who you are, what your show's about. Is that the kind of time that you might get heckled? Are you experiencing that? Or are they generally sort of... I mean, generally, I'm very, 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 very lucky with my audience. Oh, okay. And I find in Edinburgh, I, th- I must have had some a few times, but I've, I don't remember any like in particular in Edinburgh, really. Right, okay. But um, on tour, I think I get it more mm. because I don't know. There's something about... Okay. I don't know. I think I, I think it's more, you know, if I go to... Well, I had a really bad one in Aberdeen, mm, but okay. it was sort of the sense of them not... The people who did it, I had the sense of them not really understanding what was going. And I'm not saying like, like people from Aberdeen don't, <laughs> don't understand comedy. comedy no. Yeah, but it was I, when I talked to them afterwards, like they couldn't understand why that wasn't mm. okay. Okay, yeah. Which I think I don't know if that is because I, I'm because a lot of my audience members are not necessarily comedy fans. Mm. They're more I don't know, just they found me from other the things. Fans. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they've not been to all the clubs and they don't like know how it really. Always has to, you know. Also, because stand up is such a thing where it looks like you're just talking. It yes, looks like you okay. just showed up and gone. Oh, right. I don't know. What should I talk about yeah. today? Oh yeah, yesterday this happened, and it's actually they haven't seen you weeks of sat there with a pen and a pad, exactly. working this all out. Yeah, the fifty work in progress shows you've done where you've like struggled to get like one word ahead of the other, and you've timed the pauses between two sentences, and 
you know, it's because they're just like, oh my god, he's a stepdad. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I should okay. reply. Yeah. Great. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah. Reply. Okay. I will hulk. I will hulk my way out of this. I hope that anyone listening uh, hears this and thinks twice about heckling in the future. <laughs> yes, please. Okay, hecklers are going to be a second choice. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. And uh, who's going to be a third choice? Uh, Ricky Gervais. Ricky Gervais. And there is a uh, many levels to this. I was such a big fan of his mm. before I started comedy, and learned about comedy and learned about his general personality. I loved him. Yeah. Oh, I would watch all of his shows so many times, and mm. I'd be like, "This is the, the oh, office this is genius." Is, yeah. Well, also just stand-up shows. The one yeah. with um, oh, stand-up shows. Is it the the one with the Bible where he talks about Noah's Ark. Yeah, and he impersonates these animals in this in the queue to Noah's Ark. Mm. Oh my God, it killed me. It was, yeah. it was the funniest thing I've yes. ever experienced. And you learn about comedy, <laughs> and then you <laughs> kind of hear him talk. And first of all, like he hates fat people. Okay. With such intensity that it doesn't even offend me. I'm just like, oh, I think he's not okay. <laughs> like, okay, wow. When you watch that new show of his, what was it called? The one where he's, um, um, the Netflix one. Oh, right, What's yeah. It called? I don't know. Yeah, yeah something. Oh, um, life, um, after life. After yeah, life? After life. Yeah, after yeah, life. After life, yeah. <clears throat> and it's, there's a fat joke every 30 seconds. And it's him hating fat people. It's him, t- like, mocking his fat co-worker it's, it's people saying stuff about his body but not really as much as just how like he hates and you, in his shows as well he tears fat people apart it is so it goes beyond you know oh someone does jokes about fat people it's like I think Ricky Gervais should talk to someone <laughs> yeah, <really? laughs> he has an issue okay. but that's just my interpretation I think for most parts it just really really hurts mm. fat people yeah. and it's just really I wonder where that stems from. I think he must. I think he hates himself. I think he hates his own body. I think he's been. I think he's. I think he has achieved everything. Right. mm. He's world famous. He's Mm. hosted whatever that show was where he had to, was the Globes something something where he got to make fun of people and. He wrote and directed an episode of um, Curb Your Enthusiasm, and I was I was like, he's peaked. That's it. He's like that is that is incredible. Well done. I mean, he's created some of the best TV shows. Will ever see like mm. it is the best characters. The best. Yes. It is. He's met probably everyone that's worth meeting, and the one thing he doesn't have is like general respect from his peers, which is why he does shows like Talking Funny, where he gets to sit with Louis C.K. and uh, Jerry Seinfeld and oh, who was the last one? It was like three huge comedians. Mm. Okay. God, I can I can see his face in my head, but I can't remember what his name is. That's really bad of me. Yeah. Okay. So that's why he sits with these huge comedians. It's like the weird fourth guy. Okay. And they're all like yeah. having a nice chat. And he's just like trying to join in. And they're like, no. Oh, do no. they just, I've not seen this. So you they just see they it's just... on YouTube. And he's really trying to be like, yeah, you know how when you're a comedian, you're like this. And they're like, no. No, that's not how we. Uh, really? That's, that's we... interesting. Chris Rock. Chris, Chris Rock. Rock. Wow. So massive names there. Exactly. Yeah. And then Ricky Gervais is like trying to be like, yeah, I'm like one of you guys. And they're like, um, no, it's really awkward. And they're and not then agreeing I think, with him at all. No, I mean, they're being nice to him, but you mm. can tell he's just not one of them. You know, he didn't start on the comedy circuit the way other people did. And then I think he doesn't like the way he looks. I think he's he doesn't have that. and He doesn't have the looks that he sh- feels like he should have based on what he deserves. Mm. So and this is just me like okay. pocket psychology. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And this guy I've never met. Because uh, I have friends who've met him and gig with him, and he's supposedly really nice. Okay. Like, he should be super lovely. Yeah. But I think that's in my head. I'm like, that's why he's uh, an uncomfortable person. It's just like he, I think he hates himself, and I think he's annoyed 
that he doesn't look like Brad Pitt. Okay. I think that's it. I think so. He just hates on fat th- people. And then there's the whole atheist thing. Now, I think anyone can, people can believe and not believe the way they want. <sighs> but it is militant atheists. <sighs> It is, it is so, it's, it's just people who've not understood the point. It's really embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing the way he tries to tear apart like religion. You're like, mm. people who believe in God, believe. That's the whole point. You know, I know that a lot of religious people uh, think they know. And that's how it feels because you believe. And the whole point is, I believe that this is a thing. And the whole point is that I can't know. That is why I need to believe. Yes, yeah. So for someone to go, oh, yeah, prove it. You're like, mm. well, that's, well, that's never happened. No, that's not a thing. It's not going to happen, yeah. It's about believing. Yes. It just feels like he's missed the point completely. Yeah. He says, why would you? Why? Also, I can't, yeah, I, I think that if it gets you through the day, if it's like, um, if it's the peg that you hang a lot of your life off, you know, let people get on. Just yeah. don't challenge that. It's not if hurting it, Rigger Gervais and some people are praying. Like, I know. I wish it, I mean, I've been praying for him to disappear off the face of the earth and it's not whacked <laughs> yeah. yet. So listen, mate, yeah. don't, don't mind God. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> no, 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 that's too, too much. No, it's not too much. No, he's annoying. Fine. He's really it's annoying. Fine. Yes, yeah. His whole, I mean, like, he, I, he's just so, I, I really wish he would, like, someone would just sit him down and be like, you're looking for the wrong things in the wrong places. Mm. Maybe mm. look inside and maybe learn to, you know, love yourself and care for yourself and, yeah. you know, place value on other things than like how rich. Oh, also, there's, the, oh, my God, there's this uh, inst- uh, Twitter account. Mm. I think it's called like Riga Gervais Trivia or Riga Gervais Facts or Riga Gervais Fans, okay. which is clearly Riga Gervais. <laughs> it's clearly him. <laughs> Do you think so? Oh, 100 percent. Because it's, it's facts that no one else have. So it's like. Ricky Gervais is the uh, richest man in blah, blah, blah. Or like mm. Ricky Gervais owns 40 cars or Ricky Gervais sold out, blah, blah. No one's asked for this. No fans care about this. It's so it's true. like his team. And then he keeps retweeting it as well. Like, oh, oh my God, look at what other people are saying about me. It's you. Does he? It's 100% you. You can't retweet that stuff. It is 100% you. Yeah. And it is so, and it's just this like, he is the uh, tallest oh. man in the world. <laughs> yeah. He's birthed a thousand children uh, and they're all gods yeah. now. Like, it's all, yeah. Like, why does you, why do you need, like, mm, Why and, do you need that? It's so this, weird. I get being needy. I get being insecure. Mm. I get feel having internalized blah, blah, blah about yourself, but... Don't make it to up. also not feel, to also not be aware of it. That's the thing. You're like, you, mm. but you still think you're the best person ever. But we can all see this, mate. We can all see. It. Yeah, <laughs> we can see okay. straight through it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's. I, I definitely. I'm with you because uh, I think my first introductions were. Um, uh, his show with Stephen Merchant uh, on Radio X. He did the mm. show with Carl Pilkington, and then. Um, and then I think that was the first time I really paid attention to him. And then obviously The Office was great. I don't know which came first, actually. Um, and I thought that was fantastic. But sort of to see where he is now, it's it's, a, it's all a bit Brian McFadden, I yeah. think. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it? Yeah. Oh, they get along in the island. This I know. is so awkward. I know. I'd end up being friends with a heckler. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love if they had, had a Twitter conversation off the back of this. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Just those two agreeing with each other. If, if either of them were listening to this, that would show how small they were. Right? Yes, right. And they'd be like, let's see what this 30,000 followers person has to say about <laughs> yeah, us who are really yeah. rich and <laughs> maybe you I've only got two <laughs> um, okay um, Ricky Gervais anything else on Ricky Gervais before we put him on the island wouldn't it be good if he on the island found God because <laughs> he was it would be away like none of all of his accomplishments would matter on the island would it 
he, we would all just be humans, and they'd both have to, well, all three of them would have to just become part of a group mm. instead of these individual egotistical yes. people. And then suddenly we were just there, and we all had to kind of Muddle join through. in. Yeah, because we're not going to survive just being one of those people on an island, will you? What a great way to end yeah, that. Okay. I think so. Food oh, he'd just kill me immediately because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Well, uh, thank you very much. So, Ricky Gervais is going to be a third choice. Thank you very mm-hmm. much, Sophie. Yeah. Now, mercifully among the wreckage of the plane, there was some food and drink left over. Unfortunately for you, it's your least favourite food and drink in the world. What are they and why are they so bad? <clears throat> British sausages. British sausages. I cannot. I cannot. I ca- and I eat most things. Okay. Go on, please. I can, I, it's, I'm sorry. It's just really gross. It's really Danish sausages are amazing and they're perfect and they're tasty. Th- oh, really? So it's not sausages in general. Danish sausages are brilliant. Mm. It's the same with a lot of food. It's just Danish stuff is really good. Yes. I um, My friend Mark <laughs> made them for me once and it was the first time I'd tasted them. And he was <laughs> he's, he's like the nicest guy and he's also quite... In many ways, insecure. So he was a bit like, "Oh my God, I'm going to be cooking for some for, for you for the first time." He's going to make this like sausage sandwich. Okay. Uh, I can't uh, even really. And so he was, and then he just said half as a joke, but half also meant it. He was just like, "Oh, I hope you like it. Like, please like it, because otherwise this would be really embarrassing." And I was like, "Yeah, of course I will." Oh my God! So I had to sit in front of him and eat. And, oh, oh did I you? couldn't. And I was. I you hate to, it. Every time he looked away, I had to like spit into my hand oh, and like, hide it under the did table. You? And then I, oh my, I couldn't, I couldn't. Did you, so what's the, so I am. Um, it's the consistency, the taste, the smell, the way it looks. It's everything it's about it. It's kind of grey looking it's, and not, yeah. Oh, I mean, I think, I think the British sausages are fine, but the only other sausages I've tried, I think, is a chorizo. That's Ooh, a sausage. That's a, yeah, yeah, but, that's, chorizo, but I mean, yeah. I haven't, I'm not particularly cultured. <laughs> so I, uh, so, you know, I've had British sausages, but I don't know any different. What's, why is a Danish sausage I mean, so we good? Have, like, and also, I mean, we ha- I don't even know what the, I don't know what the difference is. Mm. Um, we There's a lot of like a Danish hot dog, mm. like a Danish uh, French hot dog. Oh, so you get this, like, it's like a slim, very red sausage. It's like we call them red sausages. Mm. Oh, it's beautiful. It sounds nice. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. There's no like lumps in it. Oh, God. Which is like the worst thing about British sausages. No, you say it. Like, that is just, yeah, gristly and lumpy. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> Just give it a few more whips in the blender. Yeah. And then you put, oh, and then you have this soft bread. This, that was, it was between sausages and bread. Okay. Because British bread is very, 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 very rarely soft. It's always mm. very dry. Yes, you're right. It's okay. so dry. Okay. Where Danish bread is like. God, why is Danish food so good? It's so good. I, my theory is, uh, and I don't know if it's true, this is my guess. I think we have more regulations in terms of what you can put in your food. Yes. And okay. also it's more expensive. So I think because. I don't know what comes first, but mm. Danish food is in general just more expensive. Mm. So I think there must be something about what you put in it. I'm desperate to try some Danish sausages sure. and well, some you Danish can, bread. You can go to, um, uh, not for the bread, but you can go to a Scandinavian kitchen in mm. London. Mm. We can also order it online. You can get sausages there, Danish sausages. Can you? Yeah, and what you get is you get the Danish uh, hot dog bread, then you get Danish sausage, and then you put Danish remoulade. Which is, I don't even know what it really is. It's like is. a relish or something. Yeah, it's, it's sort yeah. Of, but it has to be the Danish one. It's not okay. the same. Okay. And then ketchup and then fried onion, dried fried onions. Oh, my and, God. And uh, sliced pickles. All of it in the Danish brand. It is the best thing oh, in the world. It sounds so good. It is the best thing in the world. I'm salivating. I've just had I a know, croissant I, on the way in. I'm, I'm, I'm really, okay. I miss home. British sausages. And what's going to be your drink choice? 
Danish schnapps. Danish schnapps. It's going to be your worst drink. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I thought I needed some balance. Yeah, yeah, not yeah. Not to stack up okay. your country yeah, quite yeah. a lot. Uh, it's not just the taste of it. It mm. tastes of... So what is it then? What is uh, So it's like it's an, an alcohol. Yes. It's um, <clears throat> You take it in shots. You wouldn't just like drink it. Okay. It must have like a really high alcohol. It must be, I assume like fifty percent alcohol. Okay. It, it must be. It's really strong. Yeah, sort of licorice-y, but uh, oh, I don't even know what. Oh the, no! You like know, sambuca or something, or yeah, something like that, but like worse. So uh, I was once. I think the first time I met Alfie Brown, comedian Alfie Brown, who's a, an, an amazing comedian, a very nice guy. I met him at a gig, and he was like drinking something. Like whiskey or vodka, like raw, like what was it called? Like not, what's it called? Pure, um, pure. Yeah, yeah. And he was all, and I was like, oh god, like oh, I couldn't do mm. that. And he was like, oh, I thought you were Danish. You did this whole thing <laughs> of like, oh, great. oh I, why can't oh, I can do this? You can't yeah. do oh, this. Oh right, me. good for and you. And we were at a Nordic bar when this happened, so I was like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, can I order one schnapps <laughs> for Alfie Brown, please? <laughs> And I was like, here, and this is not just like a Danish drink. It's a Christmas drink. So in during the Christmas, you have it like with your brunch. You have it like wow, okay. with your dinners. You have it all the time. Like mm. it's super, super normal to drink schnapps in the Christmas over the Christmas lunches and stuff. Mm. And you like everyone. It's just a thing. And Alfie Brown took one sip. <laughs> And cried. <laughs> he it? cried. Alfie Brown Did cried. It? Perfect end to that. Like, yeah, there we fucking go. What can you drink to your butt uh, yeah. now? You Another weakling. one for Alfie, please. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> you it. weakling. <laughs> yeah, it is. But it's also in Denmark. It's like if you can't drink it, like it's just not acceptable. It's like, a, oh, you're not drinking the snaps, and you're like, but it tastes like. Like like petrol, it's mm. so. So did you have to drink it at home at Christmas? I've and drunk stuff? it a few times, mm. but I now have. I've always been quite good at resisting group pre- peer pressure. Uh, so I can, okay. I'm good at Just saying like, no, I don't want to. Yeah. So st- why are you? Wh- how old are we? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it is a thing. It's like you kind of have to in a way. It's like part of it. You have mm. to get drunk on schnapps and it is. Oh god. Oh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Is it part of it that um, it's warming or something to your body, or is it like? It must be. It yeah. must stem okay. from that. Okay. I think that's what most gross things are, right? Mm. It's like it stems from one one time when you couldn't yes. afford whatever. Yeah. Eat. Exactly. Uh, but I think it's also just like a Danish, like this is what we do, and we're all oh, in it this together. Is us, yeah, yeah. This, a Danish uh, culture is very much a don't think you're better than anyone. So uh, if, if one person drinks the petrol, you all drink uh, the yes, petrol. Yes, I hate that mentality. Oh, oh it's awful. It okay. is so, I think it all, it's also something you can buy in Scandinavian kitchen if um if you if, you're, if you feel uh, like I'm probably lying and it's not as bad <laughs> as I'm saying it is. It's it. Yeah. Um, I know at some point in my life this is going to come up and someone's going to say. Would you like to try? And I'm going to have to give <laughs> it a go. You have to. Uh, at that point, I'm going to message you yeah, and let you know. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to go and try Danish sausage, but I'm not going to try Danish snaps yes. straight away. Okay, thank you very much. Um, now, fortunately for you, Sophie, you won't be without entertainment on the island. The plane's entertainment system continues to work. But just your luck, it only has two working settings. One is your least favourite film of all time, and the other is your least favourite song. What are they and why? So... Yes. Uh, the movie yeah. would probably be uh, I Feel Pretty. I Feel Pretty. By Amy Schumer. Ah, I don't know if it's by yes, Amy Schumer, okay. if she was just in it. I don't remember if she wrote it's it. It's recent, she... right? Fairly recent, So I've yeah. not seen it, but I know the film. Please tell us about <clears throat> it. So. Uh, okay. This movie has potentially ruined my life and my career. 
Ooh. That is why. Okay. So there's several layers to it. There's the fact that it's bad. Mm. There's also the fact that me watching it would feel like a slap in the face every time because it reminds me of how much it may have fucked up my career. And then there's also the fact that everyone who then would later, when I was uh, uh, saved from the island, unless I'd killed myself, because it sounds like the worst thing ever, <laughs> or Ricky Gervais had killed me, uh, then it, when everyone found out that I'd had to watch that on the loop, they would take great pleasure in it because they know my relationship with it. So okay. I saw the trailer for I Feel Pretty. The concept is <clears throat> Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. who we all know is um, just like, oh, the the worst, you know? Mm-hmm. you know, Oh, no, she's mm-hmm. so ugly and fat. What? No, she's well, not. No, she's like yeah. five kilos from being perfect, right? She's, you know, the way you're, you're meant to look, look as a woman is like white, thin, blonde, beautiful, tall. Like she's all of these things mm. apart from maybe there's five kilos extra on her, okay. right? But the, in the movie, it's like she is the worst monster in the world. How would anyone ever? That's the whole how it's Is that sold. the premise of the film? Yeah, it's like, ah. Okay. You, like she goes into, uh, there's a point when she tries to wear like a skirt and everyone's like, oh my God, you're mm. the monster. Like it's not. Anyways, um, so then she falls and hits her head and then like loses her mind and thinks she's beautiful. Isn't that, can you imagine thinking you're beautiful if you're Amy Schumer, right? That's the whole point. <laughs> Crazy, So then right? she goes around acting like she's beautiful, and everyone's like, this is so weird. She thinks she's beautiful. <sighs> what an awful concept. <sighs> yeah, and then, so, then it's about how, and like she has this really great job, I don't remember what it is, but like a really great job, but then she can become a receptionist, which is like, uh, like below her, what she makes now, like in grade, in um, paychecks, like mm. she gets paid, she'll get paid less, have less responsibility, less, like, I find if your dream is to be a receptionist, fine. Fine, yeah. It's just because she has to be beautiful to be the receptionist. Okay. <clears throat> so then she becomes a receptionist because she's now got the confidence of someone who's beautiful. And then, anyway, blah, 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 blah. At one point, she then hits her head again, and then she realizes she's ugly. And then, she does this really big speech. It's, it's something it's about makeup. Of, there's a whole thing about makeup. Like right, you wear, okay, okay. You just wear makeup. And then there's a whole thing about... Also, like, as fat people, you often get told, you know, oh, just if you just, like, believe in yourself, blah, blah, blah. But that's not how things work. Like, people are always going to hate fat people. Um, so I just tweeted, like, a, a little thread. I was just like, oh, God, Amy Schumer is so close to looking perfect. Like, it shouldn't be, like... The only way she could possibly think she was beautiful if she hit her head. Yeah. And it's like a sci-fi film. Imagine if a, a almost perfect person thought they were perfect. How laughable is that? Also, she has a fat friend in the film who's not even mentioned, who's just like there. Right. Who's okay. uh, AD Bryant, who's incredible. So just this, this thread where I was just like, oh, blah, this is, it looks shit. Like this is, mm. oh, I hate the way people are, you know, see you're the world and we women, blah, blah, blah. Go to sleep. Wake up. This has been placed on Twitter Moments. No. Which is like everyone in the world looks at this. It was yes. has been seen six million times. Oh, my God. Uh, I had so many comments from like people just, you know, telling me to kill myself and all of that. But that's quite normal. And then, um, uh, but, the, the, but the thing is, the headline was people furious over Amy Schumer's new film. But it was only my tweets. And then that was picked up by Huffington Post and Bustle and uh, Refinery29 and uh, CNN and uh, New York <laughs> Times and like everyone. everyone and all the headlines were everyone hates Amy Schumer's new film the, they only had my tweets no one else had so tweeted about this everyone hates I Amy know, Schumer's new film I know so 
Do you know Bill Bill Maher? Bill Maher? I could never remember his uh, name. Bill Maher, Bill Maher. He's this American talk show host who's... Oh, yeah, yeah. He used to be, like, quite liberal, but now I think he's quite right-wing. Or maybe you thought he was... Okay, yeah. He says he... So there was this article that said... I'd been... At this point, I still had Google alerts. Mm. (laughs) Never again. Mm. And it said something like Bill Maher, Sophie Hagen. And I was like, right, what is this? And it said something about, again, Amy Schumer's new film. And I kind of read it half, sent it to my manager, and I was like, this is fun. He wrote, wow. And I was like, well, it's not like he like mentioned me on the show. And he went, no, no, he did. So I watched the clip and Bill Maher has like my face, my Twitter profile, oh. like American TV going, she's an idiot. She's oh, an idiot. No. And like just trashing me and my opinions about this film. He's like, something like, Amy Schumer's not perfect. Why do you say she's not perfect? Like something. And I was like, holy shit, what's happening? Oh, no. What is happening? Oh, no. To the extent where when I met I met an American comedian in, in Australia. Mm. Uh, I was just like, oh, hi, my name is Sophie. And she went, oh, are you the person who ruined uh, Amy Schumer's film? <gasps> and her theory, and I don't know how true it is, was that it basically flopped this film and that was based because on of my tweets. I don't, that sounds I too mad. I didn't mad. know that this was going to escalate to this. I know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds too mad to be true, so I don't, I don't want to take credit. Also, it's not, you know, it's never personal against Amy Schumer. Like, mm. she's just doing what she needs to do and I also get that she doesn't look perfect in Hollywood blah blah blah, sure. blah. it's more like a general comment about how mm. the world works in a way that this is a realistic film for people to mm. like because that doesn't make sense but fuck me Th- that route like, <laughs> my, my manager met Amy Schumer and she said oh who else do you represent he was like ah just some people <laughs> <laughs> really yeah so, I don't know how like Amy Schumer retweeted um, Bill Maher after he did that bit and was like, thank you so much for the support. So, like, she has seats, she knows. She knows. She knows, obviously she knows and, that I did this. Uh, are you planning on going to America? And <laughs> riding that way? Yeah. yeah. Let wow. me fuck up some more careers. Yeah. Most of the comments I got, especially, and Amy Schumer, her big thing was also to say, well, you haven't seen the film yet. Wait till you see the film. So I had to watch okay. the film, okay. and I watched sure. it, and I was right. I was right about yeah. everything. It was shit. Yeah. Um, so I think having to sit on an island... Watching that on a loop. Oh my, yeah. <laughs> Especially if I then ended up liking it. I was like, oh, you know what? After the 50th watch, that's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, I don't know if you'll be convinced. It's The premise sounds awful. It's so and awful. How closed minded of Hollywood to think, like, oh, oh you know, this is, this is okay. It's so bad. But a lot of people have, you know, told me that they really liked it and they thought I was wrong. Oh, like people I res- actually respect. And I was like, mm, okay, but. So I'm you're not, entitled to your opinion, but you're wrong. you're wrong. I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty right. As if it escalated to that. It, it was insane. What did it feel like to be in the middle of all of that? Well, I've been that for a few times. I've oh. often said things on the internet, and <laughs> it's escalated so quite. I've been in online arguments with like Piers Morgan and uh, James Woods, and like a lot of people. Oh, that um, all sounds <clears> fine. <laughs> it's just a thing. Or Ben Shapiro. What is what's the name of Milo Yiannopoulos? All those people. Um, it always feels a bit surreal because. People very much project a lot onto you. Mm. And, you know, just like it's six tweets, you mm. know, like mm. I'm one person tweeting this thing. It's not like I'm the president of the US, you know, like when he tweets something th- that could start a world war, I'm just like a person. Mm. And yeah, I affect some things, but it's not like. <laughs> but what what's it like to wake up and, and be in the middle of that? It's like. Right, I whatever I had planned, I can't do now because I need to sort this out. It's, it's a lot of like pulling away, like just, go, okay. just like not Distance reading yourself. my, yeah. Yeah, not reading the replies. Mm. You know, you have to just make sure that you're 
just double check your address is safe and that you know you don't ha- yet you haven't tweeted like I will be at the blah blah venue on Friday. All of that uh, stuff. Yeah, and then like when you get offered gigs and stuff, you have to say I can do it, but you don't want to announce it because then they will call the venue and be like, you shouldn't hire her. She's a blah 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 blah. Say all these things. That's scary. Yeah, they're quite they're quite scary sometimes. So uh, emotionally, it's more just about. Oh, it's just uh, a lot of admin, a lot of like blocking admin, people, yeah. and you know, oh God, you know, I have to get close some accounts, some comments, and stuff. So I, I guess to ask another question: uh, Is it worth it? Not really. No, I yeah. mean, it's not worth it in terms of. I'm just, I just have no idea because <laughs> no, no one cares what I say. <laughs> I mean, it's. I don't know if it's. I mean, as often tweets where I've gone like, oh, I. My life wouldn't have been worse if I didn't tweet that. Sure. You know? like, yeah. I didn't need to say this. Mm. But also, I don't really... Uh, some things I wouldn't tweet again, but mm. something like that. Yeah, I'd probably yeah, tweet sure. that again because I, think that's, I, I think was that, right about that. It's, it's not like a... An, I think maybe I right. would have described yeah. it a bit better, used some more like statistics. Oh, we but... can always think about these things yeah. a bit. Hindsight's a wonderful thing. Yeah. The amount of times I've written a tweet, I think, oh, this is really funny. And I start writing it and halfway through, I think this isn't funny at all. Yeah, and then yeah, I just yeah, delete yeah, yeah. it. And well, then... it's really healthy to do that. To yes. Go. And I think something like that, like the things that have happened to me, has made me go, okay, this has to be Bang phrased yeah. really well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I have to have really thought about this before I do it. Because... Because of the worth of thing, because when something blows up, it's screenshotted. You can never take it back. Yes, and it'll come back to haunt you forever. Mm. Like I've had four-year-old tweets brought up in interviews and stuff. Where it's just like really something that like what? Wow! Wow! Yeah. Um. So then you think, okay, I really need to be able to stand by this in four years. Mm. Okay. Or, you know. Yeah. So it does make you think a, a think bit more, which in, is good. Yeah. Because a lot of I've, I've meant most of the things I've said, but I've there are ways of saying them that won't make stupid people think that you're Is, is my future self going to be able to justify this? Okay, yeah. I mean, I feel like uh, this is all very interesting. I think I could a- ask you questions about what this What I'm saying is I'm excited for the island. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm sorry that I've done this to you. Um, but I feel pretty, the film, I think, very justified yeah. choice. And as you said, having to watch that on repeat for the rest of your life, yeah, the that memories that's going to bring really up. Bad. Uh, and what's going to be your song choice? So, yes. I don't think, I hope no one knows it because it's so bad. Right. It's a Westlife song. Okay. It's like a B-side. It's okay. like hidden away. It's called Bad Girls. I would like to read, can I read you oh, the lyrics? I'd love you the to. the lyrics are the reason. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm not, I'm not going to sing it, but imagine it being uh, very bad. No, go on. <laughs> it was sort of like, and this is like from ages ago, I don't know when, like mm. 2001 or two or something. And I think their point was that they wanted to sort of go viral or the, the version of viral that was back then. Right. Because what they basically just do is they just um, give like a shout out to every country in the world in a really gross way. So it's um, okay, brought up, tanked up, doesn't really matter because they're all so hot. I'm going loco in Puerto Rico. Dark hair, tan skin, skating on the beach, playing innocent. Uh-oh. They drive me crazy in Miami. They know how to make me wanted, craved, needed. I love how they tease me. It's a bit rapey. That's not my song. That was my comment. <laughs> it's the good things that bad girls do that makes me want to sweat, feel them wet all over my body. <sighs> to f- this is Westlife. Like five Irish, all dressed in white, innocent people who've all married their girlfriends from their hometown, yeah. right? Apart from Mark, his boyfriend. Yeah. It's the good things that bad girls do. Each city, day or night, they're so fine. I'm going out of my mind. Also, night and fine doesn't rhyme. Mm. Um, 
Nice smile so wild, every girl wants to get her party on. They break all the rules in Cancun. So sweet, you need to constantly pinch yourself to believe the games that they play down in L.A. Oh, my. And then at one point, they just go, <clears throat> they just try to cram in as many. London City and Madrid got some bad girls. Mexico and Brazil got some bad girls. Dublin City and Jakarta got some bad girls. <laughs> Stockholm City and Berlin got some bad girls. Kuala Lumpur and Miami got some bad girls. <laughs> Gotta really, really love those bad girls. Uh, it's so bad. They're so bad. <laughs> so bad. It's unbelievable. And it's partly how bad it is, how rapey it is. But yeah. also, oh. they don't mention Copenhagen. Oh, you got it. All the bad girls in Copenhagen. Why <laughs> focus on Kuala Lumpur? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I know. It's like it's like they're um, when they were writing it, their management right. Okay, okay. This is where you get the most downloads yeah. or, or whatever. Yeah. This is the, where you sell the most singles. Mention yeah. these places. Here, are, here are the places where you're not selling as well. Uh, selling as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it, isn't you it? Have to mention Dublin because that's where you're from. And yes, you have, you've and got. Then they're like, oh, but we can't mention Dublin because mm. that's too. Oh, Dublin City. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. And okay. And he's like four. Uh, yeah, syllable, syllable. Also, so did you see him perform live? Did you? Oh, yes, did mate, you? I did every time they were in Copenhagen, mm. sleep outside the venue for three days and then sleeping back. <laughs> would you really? Yeah. My stepbrother would walk past and he wouldn't. <laughs> I'm like, hey, wouldn't acknowledge he wouldn't, he wouldn't you. Wouldn't acknowledge me. Mm. <laughs> just run around Copenhagen in my sleeping bag. There'd be like people coming up to me, like thinking I was homeless, going. Are you, okay. are you girls okay? Do you need to? And we'd be like, ah, no, fuck off. <laughs> Excuse me, we're the fans. <laughs> yeah. So we could be at the front of the... <laughs> it's that bad. Front. Oh, my With God. My when I was 13, my banner said, um, my name is... Hi, my name is Sophie. Remember my name because you were screaming it later. Because I didn't know what it meant. I just thought like... I didn't know it meant sex. I just meant thought it meant... Remember my name. Oh. <laughs> so like, I was like, why were they never looking at me through this whole concert? <laughs> because they were like, like oh my there's God. no way. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bad girls. I mean, I've not heard it, but it oh, sounds you awful. You will love uh, it. I can't wait to have a listen. Thank you very much. And finally, the island is overrun by the biggest dick of all the animals. Which animal <clears throat> is it and why? Mice. Mice. I ca is that a popular choice? Uh, I mean... We often get rodents on this podcast, yeah. but I think it's a very good choice. Please tell me There's about There's something mice. about mice that makes me so anxious. Mm. It makes me... Obviously, on an island, it would probably be all right because there's lots of other... It would probably be worse to have, I don't know, like a, t a tiger. Yes. <laughs> but it's the... it's the Oh. Ah. ah. <clears throat> and the, I had this... I, I think I have actual PTSD from um, I had mice in my room uh, before I moved I, I'm still hoping no, none of them will turn up in my new flat I'm, I'm so I'm, I'm well, so scared they're going to the follow time. you I'm so scared what so did scared. you move upstairs or something <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so scared oh what do they mostly oh you mean upstairs from the flat yeah. I thought like oh is it only upstairs I'm on the ground floor now you I'm were so, so happy. scared then so I was watching what was that really famous um, the really popular Netflix horror show oh, uh, um, House on Haunted Hill or yeah, Haunted or, Hill House um, or Hill House Haunted. Okay. Do you know um, what the one? So I was watching it and it was like in the dark, middle of the night, <clears throat> had the volume up. I was looking at my phone and like at the timings to be like, okay, it won't come. It won't come. It won't be there. And it's just like seconds counting down the seconds, knowing that for 20 seconds I'd be fine. Mm -hmm. And then my mouse trap caught a mouse and it was just like, I yeah. died. I was like, I'm going to die now. It was so horrible. I know killing animals is not ideal. <clears throat> I don't have a car. <clears throat> There's no way I can take. If you take the mouse outside, mm. if it's within something like four kilometers, it'll just go back, come <sighs> back in. So you have to be able to take them five kilometers away 
in order to get rid of them. Oh, I it's can't just, do that. It's justified. I think it's fine. I, th- I, I mean, I'm, yeah. I, I just just know that I looked into other options. I also looked in. I looked into the poison You're that would just person. kill them in their sleep, mm. so they won't even feel it. Mm. Uh, but I did that, and then they were taking little showers in it. They didn't give a shit. Like looking me in the eyes, showering <laughs> in it. Pieces of shit. I, the mice I've had have had no respect for me. I've like them running across the floor, and I've like stomped my feet, and they'd mm. stop and look at me like what. What are you doing, you bitch? Like, <laughs> really? they, they have nothing. They're They're not scared scared at me. All. They'll stare me down. So the only thing that's ever worked, traps. So I've had them up and it caught this mouse and it took me, I had to call my sister. I was shaking, <laughs> oh, yeah. crying. Like I can't, I took three t-shirts and threw it over the mouse oh, yeah. and the trap and I, in order to just like not touch it. And oh, it took me an hour to be able to like take it up. It. Put it into a bag, close the bag, put another that in a bag, close the other bag, close the third bag, close the fourth really? bag. Really? Oh, like uh. whilst crying and panicking, like mm. my sister, like, it's okay, it's okay. I'm like, <laughs> can't do it. And I finally got back, I took it outside, finally got into bed. <sighs> and then another one. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> oh, no. And I could not. And I, I placed it and again, lost another three t shirts, took another hour. Um, then I heard. Then I walked into the kitchen and that it had caught one in there as well. Mm, and I was like, I can't do it. No. I can't do it. So I just ignored that one. <laughs> the next morning, I heard my housemate go into the kitchen and I just started screaming. I was like, no! Oh. I, in my, I don't know what I thought. I was like, what if she steps on it? What if she touches mm. it? What if, I don't know what was happening. I was just like in this really, and it's just like, you can hear them and then you don't know where they are. And then you can hear them a bit again. And then you had to wait for that. Oh, it's awful. I cannot. Okay. Uh, this is justified. This is an awful choice. Imagine an island. Over, you land and you're, it's just overrun with mice. You and can't get any food off of them. <laughs> they, then you can't make a coat out of mice. You know, it's awful. Sophie, this has been fantastic. Thanks for having Thank me. Thank you very much. Thanks for coming on. Um, you're very busy, it seems. Yeah. You're doing a lot. Of, I see you on a lot of podcasts. You've got some fantastic podcasts yourselves. Do you want to tell the listeners a little bit? I imagine you're the reason that they're listening to this in the first place. <laughs> but should they not have heard your podcast? Um, Made of Human mm. is one where I just chat to people. Yes. I really love doing it. It's yeah. an hour or so of just yeah. chat about life stuff. The point is I try to figure out um, how to do life and it turns out no one knows. Yeah. No one knows. So you feel less alone listening to it. You're like, oh, God, no one it's knows. It's great, this. yeah. Thank God. Um, then I have Secret Dinosaur Cult, which is yes. a very strange live comedy podcast that I do with Jody Mitchell, where we discuss daddy issues and trauma and a bit about dinosaurs. <laughs> and it's it's a very it's very culty. Mm. <laughs> uh, I love doing it. And um, I'm on tour. Yeah, you're on moment. tour. You've got a tour. So, yeah. Yeah. For the whole thing. I don't know when this is coming out, but like. Today. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, it starts on Sunday in Winchester. Mm. And I'm going all over the UK till June next year. That's amazing. Yeah, so you're I'm going everywhere. So fun. So my, yeah, more or less. Uh, and more dates will be added. Uh, I think the the best thing if you ever want to see anything or hear anything I do, uh, my newsletter is the way to go. That's the main place where, and I share a lot of secrets. I shouldn't be telling people in that. Do you? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think people read it, so I just tell everything. It's very, it's bad. my manager tells me not to do it. Uh, <laughs> so my newsletter is like my main plug, I think. But mm. yeah, so I'm going to be all over the UK with my new show, The Bum Swing. Mm. It's about memory and bum swings. And bum swings. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, loads of stuff. I have a BBC uh, comedy special coming out in October. Mm. 
Yeah, I'm, I have so busy. I'm, I have so much so, stuff. So how can people sign up to the newsletter on the website? Sophiehagen.com. That's yeah. Sophiehagen with an F. S-O-F-I-E-H-A-G-E-N. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, it just pops up, a little sign in, sign up button thing. Okay. And then, uh, you'll get a lot, one one or two emails a month with loads of secrets and very personal stuff in oh, it. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Okay, cool. And then on social media, where can people find you? Sophie Hagen on Twitter, Sophie Hagen DK on Instagram, which stands for Denmark, not Dick. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so Sophie Hagen, uh, S-O-F-I-E-H-A-G-E-N. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and if you were listening in London, I'm doing a bunch of work in progress shows with Mark Watson. Um, who cooked me that sausage? Well, uh, <laughs> which is the thing I wrote about in the newsletter, knowing he wouldn't read it. But then one of his friends apparently read it and then was like, "Did you know Sophie Hagen didn't eat the sausage you made? Oh, oh you snitches!" <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. we're doing a shit ton of. Um, oh, I shouldn't swear this much. Uh, I think like a weekly gig between from October to December where we share two hours and do just work in progress, trying out new stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. Oh. I think it's also on SophieHagen.com. Oh, well, thank you so much, Sophie. Thanks for having me.